You know they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Episode 3 of Tell Me Something Good. And this is our first episode of Women's History Month. And look, this is a time of honor for all of our women out there who have done extraordinary things in our lives. Ordinary people doing extraordinary people to make us who we are. I don't care who you are. Male, woman, adult, child, whatever you are, somewhere in between. Whether you live here or whether you live abroad. There is not one of us, I challenge any of us, to say that we are living lives that have not and somehow been impacted by women. And so it is incumbent upon every last one of us on this Women's History Month to celebrate the women in our lives. Some of us directly impacted our lives in positive ways. Some in, indirectly. Some um, and know, knowingly did so. Some unknowingly. Ways we wouldn't, we, we have no idea that they we benefit from, but every single one of our lives have been impacted by women. So this episode of Tell Me Something Good is dedicated to the women out there. Every last one of you, whether you're young, whether you're old, whether you're whatever, no matter what color you are, I am celebrating you today. So and happy Women's Month, everyone, all of you women out there. Look, in my life, I have been so blessed because my life has been impacted by some women who, you know, rather they're starting from my mother. Many of you who know her would call her Miss Joyce, but um, I simply call her mother. And so, you know, I have a sister, uh, Dr. Dawn Garrison. Let me tell you about this. My sister, wow, she is like one of the most ambitious go-getters I have ever met. My sister, um, she's always wanted to be an educator. She, She's a real estate professional, but uh, education was her passion. She's one of those teachers that you read about and people applaud because if the kids come to school with raggedy shoes on, she takes them out and she gets them she gets them new shoes. Literally, if they come home, come uh, sorry, if they come to school and and they are a little hungry, she feeds them. And you know, and not only does she do that, but she finds out find ways, you know, she wants to get to the root of the problem and she find ways to not only fix the temporary needs, but the long-term address the long-term concerns of her students and she's done this for many years everybody know teaching is a political thing especially here in philadelphia but she's not in philadelphia she's in georgia but um from what i'm hearing you know the teaching is a political thing so not everybody 
Not everybody cares about the passionate teachers. Not everybody likes the one who rocks the boat by caring for their students. But my sister is one of them. But let me tell you something about Dr. Dawn Garrison, my sister. Not only is she an, is she an educator, not only is she a passionate teacher, not only does she take personal concern for each and every one of her students, but also the students in the educational section that she works, the class that she works. But, but she just recently passed her bar exam. So now Dr. Dawn Garrison is an attorney. Uh, she's a member of the bar. So uh, to you, sister, look, uh, we celebrate you today on this Women's History Month. Um, it has always been a long-held dream of hers to defend the defenseless, those suffering injustice. She's always wanted to litigate for them. And so she pursued and she pursued it. And, uh, you know, she, she got her bar. Even having a distinguished career as an educator, uh, that was something that she's decided that she wanted to do and she did she took the bar she passed the bar not without struggles not without struggles um but she did it so i celebrate you look i am one of those blessed people and i'm sure i'm not alone but i i, I think i'm extraordinarily blessed in the fact that i am surrounded my life is replete with women who are phenomenal you know what i mean i mean and i'm sure many of you can say the same thing but i am surrounded look i got not only my mother but my sister but i got friends even my exes you know whom i previously had relationships with almost all except one all almost all except one have had phenomenal impacts or significant i'll say significant significant impacts positive impacts in my life and we continue to be friends to this day i have lots of women friends most of my friends are women and by far i can say this they have been the most influential people in my life the my my my, my women friends have been the most uh, beneficial the most educational the most I mean, it's, it's it's something about them that, uh, now I'm not saying to you brothers out there who, you know, I don't want you calling me and say, hey, what about me, man? We better, but it's something about the sisters in your life that, that they have that something, that little extra, mm, you know, they go all out for you. But I, I, I have them in the family. I have them in the community. You know, I, I, my cousins, um, Tamika Butts. Let me tell you about my cousin. My cousin has, um, she's a hero. And I have several of them in my family who are nurses. And Tamika Butts is one of them. She is simply phenomenal. She is a caring nurse. She's one of those people like while everybody's running to isolate, and you should, social distancing is necessary. Listen to the CDC. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to get the vaccine. I'm going to wait until some of you get it first and see what happens to you over time before I do. But while many of us were trying to follow um, the CDC's guidelines, um, social distancing, as we should have. Well, the nurses out there, they could not. They had to go out with and not only to the sick, but they had to tend to the sick, leaving their own families oftentimes working long hours, exposing themselves to sickness, taking whatever precautions they can, even when the demand for, what is it, what do they call it, PPEs or the, uh, the, the, the protective gear that they needed, even when that was, there was a shortage of that, the nurses had to go out and they had to continue to work. They had to continue to care to people. They had to continue being in contact with people who were diagnosed with the pandemic 
with the illness. And my my cousin Tamika Butts is one of those. But not only is that is she a hero, but she just got her doctorates in nursing. So I just wanted to say congratulations, Tamika. Congratulations. We all grew up together. Oh, but that's not all. I got uh, my cousin Katina. My cousin Katina. Uh, you know she she's the she's the cherished she's the baby of the family. <laughs> And I mean, we all have those people in our families that you know that they're, they're, they're like no matter what age they are, they're like they're like they're the one. They're the, that's the babies of the family. That's the one that everybody looks after. That's the one. Well, my my cousin Katina, um, she's also a nurse. She's a she's a medical uh, educator too. She's an educator, so she teach others in the medical community, as far as I can understand. Um, and but she's a nurse, and she herself is a hero, dedicating herself uh, to the craft of healing others. Let me tell you something. Doctors get a lot of accolades. Doctors get a lot of praise. And let me say this. They should. The doctors should get the praise that they are given in, 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 in the media, that they're given in the communities, that they're given. But it's the nurses. The nurses who spend most of the time with the patients. It's the nurses who hold your hands. It's the nurses who make sure that you are comfortable to the whatever degree that you can be comfortable. It's the nurses that sit with you and encourage you. It's the nurses who come in to check on you. So I take my hats off to 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 my cousin Katina, my cousin Tamika, my sister Dr. Dawn Garrison. But then there's others in the community. Like, again, I'll say this. And again, uh, uh, there's no special interviews today. There's no special events. I'm just celebrating the women in my life today on this segment of Tell Me Something Good. So I just want you to bear with me today while I celebrate these ladies. Jennifer Bennett of Perfect Place Real Estate. Let, let me tell you, this woman told, told this woman has always been uh, a phenomenal advocate for the community um, where, where we are here in Philadelphia. And I love her story. I love her story. We've been working together over the years. We've been friends for years now. And throughout that time, I've never seen her passion for the community wane. Even when I have complaints, and I think all of my complaints are valid, but even when I have complaints about things going on in the community and things that I just like, she always looks for the bright side. <laughs> the other side of it and uh but jennifer bennett of perfect place real estate she started out in a um squatting in a home and with her children looking in need of a place and she found a home and um i don't want to tell her story and the only reason i am telling it because she has told it many times and i think it's such a um, an encouraging story but the fact that she later learned how through the advice of a friend and a mentor she learned about real estate because real estate changed her life and it changed the life of her children. And so she went from squatting in a home to owning a home. But then she formed Perfect Place Real Estate, which not only employ other real estate agents, other people in the community, but it helps empower and educate people. She could have she just could have just went on and made money in real estate and let it be. You know, she she struggled for her way up. She made it. But no, she turned back and she formed a perfect place real estate because she wanted to give back and to see that others have the same opportunities that she has had. And so I um, I applaud her each week. She has what is called the 40 Acres Free Tour. And please go on the 40 Acres Free Tour 
a Facebook page. Every Thursday, they have a webinar on a topic of relevant to those. Um, I was about to say living in Philadelphia, but all, anywhere could use the information that they have. So look at the 40 Acres Free Tour Facebook page. And every Thursday at 6 o'clock, um, they have information. But this is because of her passion. This is because of her desire. She, she climbed up and now she want, she reached back down and pulling others up now that she's made it to the top. And so I just I just celebrate her, right? I just celebrate Jennifer Bennett. There are just so many people in my life. And you have, um, and I'm sure you have some people in your life that you would like to celebrate as well. So and and this is the opportunity to do it on Women's History Month. But not just and look, this isn't just a women's history month thing. You know, this is the time where we collectively get to do it we get to do it as a nation we get to do it as a people collectively but look we celebrate the women in our lives every day individually we do it every day so don't just say oh well, why i just show so much special attention on women's history month that's when we do it collectively but individually we do it in some way every day don't get that messed up don't get that messed up also, for those of you who may not know, every first and third Friday of the month, that's every first and third Friday of the month, the Tell Me Something Good radio segment is on air at 2.25 p.m. on Word Radio. That's WURD 900 AM and 96.1 FM. It's sister station, and it is my privilege every Every episode, every segment to bring someone doing phenomenal things, you know, ordinary people doing phenomenal things in our community and to bring also just as on a podcast to bring positive news, positive information. Well, today, in honor of Women's History Month, I had the opportunity to speak to a young lady who did what many of us have may have dreamed of doing. Many of us of African descent. Uh, She went back to the motherland. She went back to the motherland of Africa, and now she calls it her home. And like me, I'm born and raised in West Philadelphia. Well, she was also raised in Phil- in West Philadelphia also, but uh, she relocated, I believe it was in 2000, 2019, and she relocated to Ghana. So she was our guest on the radio today, uh, Nana Ama Ado. Nana Ama Ados, a sister Nana, um, is a beautiful person, um, full of lively spirit. You can you can find her on Facebook. But she told us the story of um, how she she relocated to Africa and what was some of the some of the experiences that she had. She formed um, communities with other. Some people call them expatriates. I call them repatriates. And so um, how there are communities forming. And so that was a lively conversation and I really enjoyed it. So um, Sister Nana, thank you very much. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There are so many people uh, leaving the United States to find a find home abroad, find homes abroad. Um, more people than ever before has has left the United States. Right now it is estimated that there are some nine million some 9 million Americans now making their home abroad. And that's more than at any other time. That's a 47% spike from the period five, this period five years ago. Um, 
Now, I'm going to quote CNBC, who says in the first quarter of the year, in the first quarter of the year, and this is 2018, 1,099 Americans gave up their citizenship. The first quarter of 2018, 1,099 Americans gave up their citizenship, uh, according to the Internal Revenue Service. So we are talking, and one of the things that led a lot of people to do so was the election of Donald Trump. And we don't get into politics here. I got my own thinking on that. You got your own thinking. But more people began, and a lot of people threatened to leave the country. A lot of people threatened to leave the country, but it seems like at that period of time, people actually did it. During the first two years of the Trump administration, a record high, one in five U.S. women, 20%, said they would like to move. They would like to leave the country and leave it, per leave it permanently. That's twice the average of, look, he beat, um, that, that beat the 10% of the people who wanted to leave who left during the um, Obama administration or during the Bush years, 11%. So um, thanks to Donald Trump, there are a lot of people leaving the country and making their home abroad. Most of the exodus of those leaving this country are from people who just want to make a better life for their children. And that's what makes this a Women's History Month issue. Because not only did Sister Nana go out and she made her home abroad and she made her home in, in Africa, and there are so many people people, communities forming around doing the same thing, the same thing. But it is a growing thing of people who just want a better place for their children, people who want a better better schooling, people who want, isn't that something at the time we were talking about building walls to keep people out? People were trying to actually not come in the country, but there was a growing segment of people who trying to scale that same wall you're talking about building to get out of the country. So I take my hats off to the women. <laughs> you know, they're saying, and it's not just women, but I'm just saying because Sister Nana is a woman and she, she, she actually did what many of us talk, have thought about. Many of us have thought about. I've heard people in my own circle say, look, I'm leaving this country. I believe Stevie Wonder, um, the, the great, great, great Stevie Wonder, um, soul singer Stevie Wonder, he's, he's leaving. He said, look, I want to take my kids out of here. I want to get out of this nation. Um, I want my children to have a better opportunity. So, um, you know, and, 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 and there was one one attorney who said he received call after call, and I'm quoting, I had call after call after call. So many that one day I felt like an immigration attorney in 1939 Germany. That was an attorney whose statement was posted in the Washington Post, www.washingtonpost.com. And I found this story. He said that just people are telling their stories and they feel unsafe, they feel exhausted, and they're like pleading their, their calls to him. And he's he's like helping them. They're coming to him for counsel about how to leave the country. So um, this is not the only place to be. This is not the only place to be. And I know this don't sound like a Women History Month issue, but um, because the reason is people want to find a better place for their children, find a better place to, to for them to grow a better environment. Um, that's what makes this a women's history story. And so look, I thought it was a fascinating story. And ladies, I, I, I tell you, you're doing your thing. I'm taking my hats off to you. And that's all I wanted to say in this Tell Me Something Good segment. I wanted to shout out to some of you women doing what you do. And so with that, 
that's going to conclude our issue of our episode of Tell Me Something Good, episode three. And I'm going to say again, I'm going to say what I said the first time. Um, you guys have shown me so much love with the first two episodes of Tell Me Something Good. And again, I am learning this platform. You know, I am making my going through my trial and error and I'm doing it with transparency. I'm doing it with you. This is not unilateral. We're doing it together. So, look, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your support. I want you to subscribe. I want you to share it with people. I want you to even be a part of this. I want you to tell me what it is you'd like me to cover, what it is you'd like me to talk about in future segments. And look, let's see if we can make that happen. So if you do have things that you'd like me to discuss, to cover, people who you'd like me to interview. And oh, oh, by the way, in the future, I now have the technical capacity abilities to interview people here on the podcast. And that is why now I'm basically doing all of the speaking myself and reporting it. Generally, I'd like you to hear from the people themselves whom I have interviewed, but I did not have the technical equipment that would allow me to do that. Uh, I do now, at least I believe I do. I simply have to learn how to work it. That's one of the things, trials and errors that we're learning together. So um, in the future, and hopefully by the next episode, you will hear snippets of interviews of people that I'm taking that I'm featuring for Tell Me Something Good, both the radio segment and the podcast. But again, if there are things you want me to cover, if there's things you'd like to drop, hey, hit me up, 267-683-4536. That number again is 267-683-4536. And you can catch me on uh, Facebook, Nathaniel Lee. You can catch me on Instagram at Nate Lee Writes, W-R-I-T-E-S, and I do write, Nate Lee, at Nate Lee Writes, and I'm on almost all form, all places that you have your social, you get your social media from, and also the Tell Me Something Good podcast, you can catch us on um, Google Podcasts. You can catch us on Spotify, you can catch us on Breaker, you can find us on Pocket Cast, and you can find us on Radio Public. Again, that's Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts. So until next week, I told you something good, and as always, please, don't bring me no bad news. Nobody bring me no bad news. Do